It's Monday the 21st of October 2019. My name's Alex Elliott and you're listening to The Week in Iceland, the programme that asks what's been happening in Iceland this week, why it happened and why we should care. I'm joined this week by the comedian Jonathan Duffy and by Ruv's Head of Language and Accuracy, Anna Sigrider Thrauensdottir. Welcome to you both. Howdy doody. Now, um, Iceland was this week unfortunately placed on the Financial Action Task Force grey list of countries that have not done enough to tackle money laundering and potential funding of terrorist organisations. Uh, I'm sure we'll talk about that. Uh, four in five female politicians say they have been the victim of gender-based bullying at work. The franchise holders for Domino's Pizza in Iceland are pulling out, uh, but it is hoped other investors will buy up the chain without customers noticing a difference. But who knows? The Prime Minister's Left Green movement held its conference this weekend, re-electing her as party leader and voting for Environment Minister Gvumunduringi Gvubbranson as deputy leader. He now plans to stand for Althingi at the next election. The question of Iceland's new constitution has raised its head again, with the former Prime Minister saying the country has been cheated out of what it voted for. The new Sam Romer project hopes to help computers, sorry, I nearly said commuters, <laughs> help computers and people communicate with each other in Icelandic, therefore keeping the language relevant in an increasingly voice-activated world. And Fréttablaðið, Iceland's biggest newspaper, has changed hands and editors this week and looks set to merge with the Ringbreit television station. Lots of politics this week, unfortunately, but uh, where would you like to begin? Like, maybe we should start with the the biggest political situation, dominoes. <laughs> yes, yes. How scary was that? Yeah. It was for about three hours there. Yeah. We all thought they were closing down. I, I, I know a lot of people, like I, I've, I've got a big group chat with a lot of friends of mine, and someone shared the story and straight away this was like, this just lit up everybody's phone for an hour. What are we going to do? It was worse than when what, WoW collapsed. What are we going to eat on Tuesdays? Exactly. <laughs> or when you're hungover on a Sunday yes. or when it's snowing outside and you don't want to leave the house. Yep. And also the Friday pizza. Every family in Iceland has a Friday, Friday pizza. pizza. Yeah. It's Friday pizza, Namitagar on Saturday. Yes. Yeah, and then Sunday and, something a little healthier. Yes, and Tuesday, uh, what's it called? Uh, Three dogs tilpos. Three dogs tilpos. Yeah, and mega Yeah, I call it tight ass Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) So pizza every Tuesday, pizza every Friday, and pizza for a whole week, two or three times a year, Uh and then loads of candy on a Saturday. Yes. Yeah, we don't have a dietary problem at all in this country. But I I remember when I read the story, the first thing was they said, you know, the sales were down one percent. And my first reaction was, come on, 1%. That's not worth pulling out. Mm. You know, and I, I I, remember that Icelanders ate the most amount of pizza last year in Europe. <sighs> That's bad. quite believable, That's isn't bad. it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I've, I, I mean, in, in the story that came out, they, they were just, they're kind of pulling out of everywhere at the mm-hmm. moment. They're just... Yeah. I think the, 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 the core of the problem, no, sorry, the core of the story that we were all panicking over is because the name of the franchise holder, yep. Domino's Pizza franchise holder, is called Domino's Pizza Group Limited. So it doesn't take much of the brain to think, oh, that's the actual company, it's yeah. the parent company, but it isn't. So with any, actually, the second biggest franchise company in Europe is the Australian franchise of Domino's. And they're really? one of the people that might step in and buy Scandinavia. Okay. Possibly. Yeah. Although I, I, I understand like their sales really dipped in Norway, mm. but I get why. Because I was just there last weekend 
and they have a lot of uh, other options available. So, <laughs> different from us. Yeah. I think that's we why don't we're have so many op- <laughs> No, we don't have many uh, options here. <laughs> but the, the, this uh, maybe links to the the green left movement with this with their conference and and uh, what most people had to say about that was that they had ve- vegan food or vegan food on on uh, the menu there. Okay. Everyone was, I did not know that. You know, everyone was uh, it's very really upset about that. Yeah, they were upset? <laughs> yes. Why were they upset? <laughs> Because they should have Icelandic meat on the menu. Instead of That's what people said, instead vegan of vegan food. food yes. w- But the... it wasn't all vegan and <laughs> this was just a storm in a teacup. Yeah. Who is everybody? <laughs> uh, uh, active in comments. Yeah, okay. So Virkir oh, sent it. Okay. No, because one... Uh, uh, one uh, Thorgerl Katrin, she she wrote about this on her Facebook, uh, and uh, famously not a member of the Left Greens. No, <laughs> member of Vidrejsne, their their congressman, and uh, and she was uh, a little bit uh, annoyed by this mm-hmm. that they were talking about uh, going weekend for a weekend and and uh, at the same time uh, creating this big mountain of meat, meat mountain. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> yes, selling most of the meat out, uh, uh, out of the country and and things like that. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, there was a great fuss about the vegan food at VG's uh, or Left Green uh, conference. I'm surprised we didn't see who is that. The, the Maria, the one who's always got the dog in the picture, who's always complaining about stuff. Oh yeah, what's what's her name? name? No, she she was. Do you remember during Eurovision when Hatri were going to go? She was like, "Okay, that's it. I'm leaving Iceland." Oh, yes, I remember. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised we didn't see that picture of the dog with her, and maybe some, you know, just on the front page of Dear Yeah, maybe it was there too. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't see that. <laughs> the politicians in that party and other parties have been agreeing with scientists who say that we should eat less meat. Mm-hmm. Why? Why is that controversial? If they if they do that at I their conference, know. I don't know. It's just that Virkiriatu or something are really. That was something they could just. Oh yeah, get sink, really you, high on. Yeah. Sink their teeth into. <laughs> yes. If you see an exposed vein, you're just going to cut it. Yes, yeah. of course. Yeah, as long as it's vegan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the conference itself. Um, No one's surprised to see that Catherine was re-elected as leader, I assume. Mm-hmm. She seems to be doing a reasonably good job. Was she unopposed? I didn't notice that bit. I don't think so. Uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And then um, Grimundur Inge is the second in command, the, the deputy leader. Yes. Quite a popular move, I think, within the party. I think so too. Mm-hmm. Um, is there any question about because he's not elected at the moment he's not he's the minister for the environment he was a an unelected minister that was brought in mm-hmm. does that have any impact on his work within the party or is it this uh, this this election or this him yeah. coming second up yeah maybe he will yeah he has he has said that he is going to run in mm-hmm. the next election mm. so uh, yeah I, i guess that will give him more space or more uh, What's it called? Credibility or something? Is he popular as a candidate? I think so. Yeah. Yes, I think so. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how it is on the inside of, <laughs> of the left green movement. He's I popular so, as a yes. minister, isn't he? I think so. Yes. Apart from um, some of the opposition 
parties saying that he was a bit too, what's the word, enthusiastic mm-hmm. with um, with um, um, making the Highlands preserved. Yes, yes. Of oh, course, how dare always, he! Yes, <laughs> that of course will always be <laughs> be yeah. Uh, people will. How will. can you accuse someone of being too enthusiastic about protecting the environment? Yeah. If you're yeah. on the opposite side, you can. Yeah, okay, mm. sure. <laughs> sure. Just imagine them in their offices with a placard saying, why don't you just marry the Highlands? Powerful. I guess, yeah, but it, he was perhaps stretching the boundaries of his power Okay. in terms of making very big long-term decisions that yep. means that they can't build power stations there. Right. Which, of course, is exactly what you wanted to do. Yes. That's the point. Yeah. But, yeah. Yes. So, yeah, there we go, the the left-wing party. How are they faring in government overall? Because I think the government is relatively popular, surprisingly. Um, at the same time as the three parties in it are perhaps not as popular as they once were. No, no, so, that's true. It's interesting, mm. isn't it? I, I've never understood this uh, government. No. How it was possible to make a government with, with these three. With so many different yes, parties with as these well. three parties. Yeah, mm. yeah. Uh, especially the left green going with Sjálfstæðisflokkurinn and, yep. and uh, Framsjónarflokkurinn. Mm. But uh, I think they are, yeah, they are fairly popular. The government is, even though the the parties are losing. I think internationally they're reported on as doing quite well. Yes. They're, but I think a lot of that is to do with Katrin. Mm, definitely. Yeah. There's yes. a, lot of, a lot of the world is, you know, constantly watching Iceland because of the fact that she's a woman who's leading the country. But, uh, but the thing is that now we have four young women as ministers mm. and uh, they are working hard yep. and doing many good things, I think. Mm. And Just, they're all from different parties. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Working well together, I think. It's probably a good Making segue. big decisions. And yeah. But that's probably a good, like the bullying Yes. Oh, brilliant. Well, yeah. yeah. Move on to that. Yes. Yeah. Do I get the job? Um. <laughs> so, on the face of it, I, I saw this four out of five figure mm. that new researchers brought up that says four out of five female politicians are the victims of some sort of gender-based bullying at work. Mm-hmm. Shocking, I thought, immediately. But then you've got to look into the reasons a bit deeper into it. What are they counting as bullying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I mm-hmm. hopefully... Now, compared to 10, 20 years ago, we're more sensitive to this. Mm -hmm. And it takes less to upset people, rightly so, Mm -hmm. in the workplace. But look at what happened last year. We had this cluster scandal. (laughs) And And it was a a scandal. It was a scandal, but it it, it also showed us what's going on. Yeah, that's very true. A lot of very well-hidden bullying. Yeah. Mm. So you think... what that's I guess that's the question I'm trying to ask. What's the balance there mm-hmm. between people being sensitive and this really bad stuff that we that was exposed this time last year, or next you know eleven months ago? Yeah. <sighs> well, I think uh, I'm amazed how how tolerant they are, uh, the people working in the parliament, mm-hmm. and and uh, why it didn't. Well, why it settled so easily in a few months' time? The scandal, the, yeah, the scandal and all the all the rows about it. Everything, yeah, 
everyone was really angry and upset. And you don't I think, think it, the women in the parliament are still angry and upset. Yeah, and rightfully so. Yes. Like this, this story, I mean, uh, to a lot of people it's shocking. I read it, it did not surprise me. Mm. In especially considering what has happened in the last eleven months mm-hmm. in Close to Gate, and, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, but I think I think on a like as a as an outsider to Iceland, I I don't know if I coined this term, but there could be as you were saying before, you know, people calm down about it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it jokingly referred to in a lot of my friendship groups as Icelandic memory. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I've joked about it on stage where I've said, you know, remember the Panama Papers? That's mm-hmm. right. Nobody else does either. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and, we know that. Yeah. And <laughs> yes. I mean, Hule Kadakshan has a very famous uh, cartoon about a, an uh, Iceland in the shape of a goldfish. Mm. Um, yes. You know, yes. and it's I, I think stories like this do help because we need to keep reminding people that this stuff still happens and yes. there, there is still mm. toxic masculinity in every workplace. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, I, I have a lot of friends who've dealt with exactly this kind of stuff in other industries here in Iceland too. And mm. it's, it, I think it's, it's a culture that shift that has to change and you have to actively do it. You, you can't just go, okay, let's talk about it. Now it's done. Mm-hmm. People need to actually think about their actions. And, and maybe uh, if they're em- employing a woman and a man, question themselves, why do I take him more seriously than I do her? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, you know, it takes time and effort. Um, but I think it's, it's great that, that this has been discovered. I agree. Absolutely. Parliament's a tough place to work. People are horrible to each other all the time. Yep. Mm-hmm. especially on party political grounds. At what point does this gender-based bullying just become straightforward bullying? And if that exists in Parliament, are we? do we know about that? Or is that hidden? Mm, that's a good question. Because, yeah, maybe they should all be nicer to each other. I think everyone should be nicer to each yes. other and just uh, get policies done and stop trying to attack people on a personal basis. Mm. Um yeah, that's that's a. I think that's a very valid question. Um, where does the line stop between it being gender based and non gender based? But and I'm not a I'm not a gender studies professor, so I'm not going to pretend I can answer that question. <laughs> well, neither can I. But I think it's a valid question too. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Good. <laughs> this is. Uh, yeah, I'm going to try and make a trademark out of that. Yeah. Valid question. <laughs> Valid question. Don't tell no, the answer. answer. That's a great question. I'm a comedian. Um. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so, where are we? Anything more to add on that topic? Um, <sighs> Parliament is difficult. Parliament being is... a politician is difficult. Being a politician is difficult, I think. Being a successful woman is difficult. Yeah, I... <sighs> I think definitely, yeah, and and I mean, you just uh, you just need to look at how often, when writing news stories, people focus on the fact that Catherine is a woman. Mm-hmm. You know, how many times have you heard female prime minister? You know, she is a prime minister, mm-hmm. and the, like even the small elements of those language of of that language is where a start can make when people, you know, if if she were to cry. In in a sad moment in news, the media, I have no doubt, would just focus in on the fact that she cried. Which happened. Yeah. Yeah. No. 
and and whereas you know if if uh, if a male prime minister were to do the same thing they would cover the story but in a different way like mm-hmm. he must have been so shaken by this because he cried you know and and this it goes down to a deep core and, and you know you have to go back and look at <laughs> the the cultural elements of this nation and and how um of of course it's one of the leaders in rights for women but there's still a long way to go and there there's a lot of cultural identity in that about the roles of women in society and men in society which are changing over time but it's, we yeah it's we're, we're i think we're still on earth and the goal is the moon when it comes to that kind of stuff mm. well put Thank well you. put <laughs> is this a problem that's um in any way worse in Iceland or perhaps better covered in Iceland? Because um, we do hear about it more here than we do in other countries. Then again, that's coming from an Icelandic perspective. Maybe yeah. maybe we're just not hearing about the same news from, from, from Norway and Belgium. Maybe maybe they're better at covering it up. Um, or, But, yeah, the, yeah, exactly, that's the question. Yeah, or, or Are we maybe... just better at talking about it or is it a worse problem here? I think I think also Iceland is under a spotlight because of how this nation promotes itself uh, in regards to women's rights internationally. Mm. Mm. So if something like this happens, everyone's going to focus in on it, which might be a good thing. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. The the female prime minister Katrín Jakobsdóttir has made it one of her emphases: gender rights, mm. gender equality. Mm. Yes, so it That's is true. more of a spotlight. Okay, should we move on? Yeah. <laughs> Where next? Uh, so we've done the pizza and the bullying. <laughs> um, the Fretabade, oh, perhaps. Yeah. We will have to talk about the grey list at some point. I think oh. that was the... <laughs> Must we? Must well, we? No, we don't have to. On a lighter <laughs> note, let's talk about money laundering. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I I do have something to say about that, okay. which is that it, it's one another thing. It's like. Uh, I know for a lot of people that I so obviously the news is that Iceland has been added to a grey list of nations that are not doing enough to stop money laundering and possible funds from that going towards uh, assisting terrorist organizations. Um, and we don't want to be there. We don't want to be on that list no. because there are some uh, nations on that list that you would not imagine Iceland would be on sharing lists with. Mm-hmm. Um, It also, once again, doesn't really surprise me. Um, but just from from a more kind of comedic and street level perspective, you know, I, 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 I promise you, I'm not going to name businesses, so this will be able to be aired. Um, but there are many. Uh, you know, I, I work in the entertainment industry here in Iceland. I'm often out at night. Seeing there are so many places where I just think, how are you surviving? What? <laughs> there's no customers in here, and you close at one o'clock on a Saturday. I don't. There's there's things that don't add up here. Um, but but what I there so they they put through some bills to try and work on this problem, get Iceland off this list. What I hope is that the actions that are a result of those bills actually do target those who are involved in money laundering because. Uh, I don't know. I could just see something like this happening, and then suddenly, on a bureaucratic level, they're like, "Okay, now everyone who is a contractor uh, suddenly owes money to the tax department." Mm-hmm. Like, you, you know that kind of thing, where it's mm-hmm. you end up targeting the wrong people. Mm. Um, I've seen things like this happen in the past, where you know 
uh, other people who are performers suddenly get a letter that like three years ago you owe us twenty kroner and now it's now there's interest on that and it's twenty thousand <laughs> like I I just hope that it would actually target the the money laundering yeah. Definitely. So what you're saying is that there is money laundering. It's not very well of hidden. Of course yes. there's money laundering. Yeah. And it's not very well hidden. No. No. I mean, and if I were to joke, I would say, I am awash with filthy money. But, um, you, but I'm not. But you think the legislation will be able to get to them? I think I think that's a, a very good question. And it's a bit, I don't know, it's it's almost philosophical in, in a way. Because if there's money, if there's money laundering here, which there is. Which there is. It has been here a long time. Mm-hmm. And if you just try and attack it, then those who are involved in the money laundering will just find another way of course. around it. Which, mm. you know, and countries accusing Iceland uh, of uh, like wanting to sever ties, like America was mentioned in this. That's laughable. Like as if there's no money laundering in America. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Too little, too late from the government is the is the charge being levelled at them. They've had over a year to sort. Well, no, twelve to thirteen years since yeah. this was first flagged, uh-huh. and over one year since it was really flagged, so to speak. Do this now, or you're going to be put on this list. Mm. And it took a year. Yeah, well, yeah, about. Yeah. It, I think it was give or take eleven months, and then mm. they really did something about yeah. it. But mm-hmm. eleven months—it's a bit too long. And mm-hmm. then there we are. Um, can you <laughs> can we point the fingers at, at government ministers on this, or is it just bleh, something a bit vague? Like, did Bjartney personally not do enough, or is he the victim of the system as well? I don't think you could ever call him a victim of anything. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, it could also be another case of remember the Panama Papers. That's right. I mean, the, maybe other issues came up, but it mm. is too little too late because they're on the list now. Mm. Mm. Now, the the head of the central bank is saying everything, all the stops are being pulled and we're going to really fight to get off this list. I don't know. I don't know the answer to this question. Maybe you don't either. But can this happen next week or do we have to wait until next year now? Can it even happen in the next five years? Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, if if the uh, the bases, if the goals are met, yep. then the country comes off the list. But mm. I don't know if we have to wait till the next big global meeting or if they can do it in the meantime. Mm. No idea. I don't know about that. No. no. I've, I mean, I printed off the story, but I haven't read it. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I read it this morning. Um, but also, I mean, that's the other thing about this list is... It's not a list of countries that don't have as much money laundering. It's a list of countries that have these actions in place. So with the actions in place, would that actually make a difference? We don't know. No, but at least it looks better. Yeah, it looks better in theory. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Okay, uh, Sam Romer. Oh, yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's my thing. I just love this. We are collecting voice samples Uh in Icelandic, people reading Icelandic sentences. And uh, it's not, like you said, it's for the second time, it's not the first time we've done this. Mm-hmm. But uh, with new technology and new equipment, mm. and uh, we always need more examples. So, so from so. from what I read, the, the aim is to collect as many 
different kinds of voices speaking Icelandic as yes. possible yes. to train AI to be able to understand and interact. Yes, that's the goal. And uh, yes, what's important in this is, is as many voices as possible mm-hmm. and also as many types of Icelandic as possible. Yeah. So we they need, uh, we, I'm not part of this, <laughs> they need... Uh, Icelandic, uh, native Icelanders, native mm-hmm. Icelandic speaking people, and also uh, people that have do not have Icelandic as a native language. Mm-hmm. So, uh, But they have to be Icelandic speakers, though. It can't just be... Uh, yes, well, you don't have to be an enhanced Icelandic speaker, but the reading has to be understandable, mm. I guess. Mm. So uh, um, many Icelanders will not provide good enough samples because they are not good enough reader, readers mm-hmm. but uh, but i think it's the what we need is the uh, it has to be understandable mm-hmm. but it ha- may also be i think uh, not always as clear as possible because ai has to understand unclear uh, speech as well yeah absolutely and also icelandic with uh, accent so you foreign people, please yes. provide your samples. Yeah, because <laughs> no, but it is like you you're uh, you're fluent in in Icelandic, Alex. Give or take. Give or take. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yes, can, I, I can get by. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that that is a, something I I mean I've joked about it for years is that Icelanders are not used to hearing their language no. spoken with an accent. We mm. know. And <laughs> it's so you, you kind of have to say it perfectly or you'll get ha. Yes. Uh, which I now know is, I beg your pardon, I didn't quite understand you. Could you <laughs> please repeat rude. yourself? Um, but that's a great idea. Yes, I think. And if you're going to, uh, when you come to the doctor's office and have to uh, to be recognized and you must be able to say your name and uh, mm. you're, you're there or... Or if you want to speak Icelandic to your phone or yeah. car or... Why is this important? People are already using Siri in English and Icelandic hasn't died yet. So why is this important? (laughs) Well, uh, to prevent Icelandic from dying in the near future, (laughs) of course, uh, being uh, for us Icelandic speaking people to be able to use AI in our language. Mm. And also like uh, being able to, uh, well, it's important for access services say mm-hmm. people who who uh, with disabilities who want to use media yeah. or the internet mm-hmm. uh, being able to speak to your phone instead of trying to find out uh, how to write to your phone so would you say head of the city <laughs> yes yeah. yes well siri yeah. is not going to be speaking icelandic in, yeah. in uh, i don't think ever okay <laughs> why why but because uh, apple is not interested in in uh, icelandic <gasps> I think you uh, another great point as to why it's important is that when you have things like that that are available, um, it suddenly adds another element to people who want to learn a language or who are moving here. Because yes. as we know, the uh, immigration, immigrant population is rising. You know, there will eventually become a time where there are a lot more foreign people living here in Iceland. And if there's no need for them to learn the language, then they won't. Mm-hmm. So if these AI services are available, it can... I mean, I've, I've recently started learning French as well. Um, but one, one of the things that a lot of people studying languages have realized is that you need to be able to learn the language for you. Mm-hmm. 
you can go all the hest, heste frau heste till hest, like all that forever and ever. But if you can't order a pizza, you're not going to learn the language. Yes. And if you have to order pizza uh, to a speech machine, yeah. you will have to be able to speak Icelandic to it. Yeah. Or perhaps there will be a choice <laughs> to speak in English too <laughs> as well. But uh, I, I think it's also important if you want to keep Icelandic, this is a really, really important domain for mm. Icelandic. Mm. If we are not able to speak, uh, to use it in technology, then it will soon fade or die. Mm. So I think that's really important, yes. The president worded it as being the second opportunity to save Icelandic. Yes. The first one being when the Bible was <laughs> yes. first translated into Icelandic. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, yes, that's sort of what he said. Yes, it is that the, the language of the church was Icelandic and not Danish or Latin. Mm. And that may have saved Icelandic from becoming Danish or something else. Um, but also we have... Uh, there has been sort of this thing like that. The first was called Almanaromer, the first uh, collection of Icelandic speaking samples. And this is the second hmm. collection of, of that. And uh, some Romer. In the language community, like the Icelandic language community, is there a genuine fear that the language is going to die? Uh, well, yes, there is. Uh, sort of. I'm not really afraid that no. it will die, but I think it's important to uh, to integrate Icelandic into yeah. AI because I think it's um, vi vital for the language and also for the uses of yeah. Icelandic language. Uh, what people fear is that we are not good enough uh, English speakers mm. and not good enough Icelandic speakers. Mm -hmm. So what will come out of that? People worry about that. Mm. Uh, we need to make Icelandic attractive to young people. Yeah, they can. They are. They don't even have to go to school to learn English now. They learn it from YouTube. YouTube, yes, yeah. mainly. So, so uh, what we need to do is produce uh, media for young people mm. in Icelandic, mm -hmm. making it attractive for them too. But at the same time, they also need to be good in English and other languages. Yeah, we need to be able to communicate with people around us. It mm. is a very valid point about yes. making content that's attractive to them. I, I yes. do, my, my partner is French. I spend a lot of time in France. Um, if you give me any 16-year-old from Iceland, they will speak English. Mm. His 16-year-old brother does not speak English. Only French. Because everything is in French. Yep. But Icelandic, Icelandic children don't know French. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or German. Or they are forced to learn Danish, yeah. so they know a little bit about Danish. Yeah. But, but I mean, you yes. know, every 16-year-old I've ever met in Iceland can have a conversation in English. An eight-year-old can. An eight-year-old, a six-year-old even. Yes. You know, I, I had a four-year-old uh, once knock on my door doing the collection for bottles. Yes. And I, at the time, had said, Italian good. And he went, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have bottles? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know it, it, it is very valuable to mm -hmm. have the this stuff available to them in their language. Yes, yes, that is. It well, is. So, but I can't bear to say it, but we are out of time. Ah, oh. <laughs> sorry. Um, the week in Iceland will return to roof.is forward slash English, to Roof English on Facebook, to, to the Roof app, and as a podcast, including on Spotify, next Monday, the 28th of October. Enormous thanks go to my guests, Jonathan Duffy and Anna Sigrid Thrawinsdottir, and thanks too to Lydia Gretasdottir for running the studio.
We end the show on the number one song from the Raustur chart, and this week it is Wars by Of Monsters and Men. Bye for now. How does it feel to lie alone in your bed when you know this is forever? Low like the sun, come down and break into two, and I know we'll burn. Together Forever Sinking souls